0: listening to the Outsiders of horror podcast
1: <laughs> hello everyone and welcome back to another fun-filled episode of the Outsiders of horror we are on episode 34 entitled Red Rum uh, with me, as always, is Mister Fayall Day. Yeah, baby. We have Mister Grumpy Pants Farmer.
0: That's right, the one and only. <laughs> um,
1: joining us this week is the returning Queen Coochie.
2: <laughs> what up,
3: pumpkin button house? <laughs>
1: Fuck off, you fucking
2: cock knocker.
1: (laughs) And also joining us this week is our special guest. Wow. Uh, (laughs) Mr. Evalance. Lance buddy, how are you?
0: All right. All right. I haven't seen you since you tried to molest me in the hotel room.
4: (laughs) Hey, you you just got to make friends in Hollywood, and that's the way Hollywood, I guess, go. (laughs)
3: Well, at least he's honest, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. I'm glad they're still molesting out there in the world. Yes. So what so, you got for a string?
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, it was kind of a quiet week for news. Um, it came out that the soon-to-be dumpster fire itself, Black Christmas, got a PG-13 rating. <laughs>
3: uh, that's so stupid.
1: I, was, I, I can understand why they're doing it, because... For one, they're going up against Jumanji.
3: Well, what's stupid, though, is that they revealed the the whole movie in the trailer anyway, and then it's going to be PG-13, and they're just shooting themselves in the foot. It's
1: it's PG-13, so essentially, they knew probably halfway through production they fucked up somewhere, so they to try and recoup that catch as quick as possible. Mm.
3: Hmm. PG-13 is the way to go, apparently.
1: I mean, it probably wouldn't make much... uh, the R rating, so.
3: Well, when you slap Christmas on any title, people are going to go out and see it during the season. So.
1: Yeah, but the, you could tell this one was like geared directly towards like the high school beanie boppers.
3: Right, right, right. Remake of a remake. Remake of a remake.
1: Um, the company also did release the Fantasy Island trailer, which, coming from the people that did Truth or Dare. This is probably going to be another
3: one that I skipped. Didn't, didn't see Truth and Dare.
1: You didn't miss much.
3: No, I heard that it's pretty much a movie filled with like Snapchat filters.
1: Pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. And it, it
3: was literally, oh, there there's no
1: truth. It's just all
3: dares. <laughs> Those liars. <laughs> but I mean, when you play that game, though, I mean, do you really select Truth? No. You pick Dare every time. I mean, it bites you in the ass picking dare sometimes. Because the next thing I know, I'm running naked in the snow. But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. It's part of the game. <laughs> you, you, you selected to play. At least I didn't die like the people do in the movie. Apparently, I'm guessing that's what happens. <laughs> you dare, you die. Well, I mean,
1: you know, I I guess they're making a sequel to it because it made money <laughs> some shit, but
3: <sighs> Hollywood. <laughs>
1: Yep. Anything for that dollar. God damn it.
4: Now I got to ask, is this a remake of the Madonna film back in the day?
1: No. No, it's not that Truth or Dare.
3: No, this Truth or Dare came out like two years ago, a year ago,
1: something like that. Yeah. It another one of those PG 13 horror films that, you know, these kids went saw, and now they're getting another one.
3: Jarla and the Teeny Puppers.
1: Teeny boppers.
3: But the teeny boppers these days are the ones that get offended about everything. So even those horror movies are going to suck because people are going to get offended. Fuck this new generation. <laughs>
1: uh, next out of the gate, HBO Max is creating a new anthology series that will be based around the Scholastic Books Point Horror, which most of them, or, well, not most of them, but there was a good amount that was written by R.L. Stein. So they're. I guess trying to cash in on this whole R L Stein kick going on. So we'll have beer Street movies coming out, I think, starting next year.
3: Um, oh, I, I, I saw the price for HBO Max and so fuck that. I'm not watching it.
1: <laughs> no, I was is it high? Yeah, is it's it like a- fifteen bucks a month
3: for fifteen bucks a month. Fifteen yeah. bucks. Yeah. Fuck that.
2: That's drinking money. was
1: right? that's, that's a case of beer for Faye.
3: So A whole Netflix. case
2: of Rolling Rock.
3: All right? I'll stick to my Disney Plus at $6.99. <laughs> so, uh,
1: it came out that uh, Sin City is now again its own TV show. What? Yeah. So somehow that was one of the franchises to escape the hell of Weinstein's to where uh, Frank Miller got the rights back to his work. And now it's. Gonna get at least one season. It's either gonna go on a network or streaming service.
3: So, I was about to ask, what streaming service is this one gonna be on? One
2: that's probably fifteen bucks.
1: I was. I, I could see it going on Prime, on Amazon.
3: Mm. Remember, the whole idea with these streaming services was to cut out the cable, so it's much cheaper. But now, since we have like twenty different streaming services that you pay for, it's gonna cost the same amount as a would if you fucking. Paid for Dish and all that
2: Yeah, shit. but you don't have commercials anymore. You don't have to fucking sit through a pointless bullshit commercial.
3: Well, some of you do. Hulu you do if you do the lower tier.
1: No, yeah. even with uh, Hulu Live, you still got to deal with the commercials.
2: Mm, I never mm. had to deal with that.
3: Well, look at you. High class broad with the fancy Hulu. Yep. <laughs> Whatever. Disney Plus. <laughs>
2: Beat <laughs> that fucking dead horse Faye to death. God damn, Jesus Christ.
3: Welcome to the Outsiders of Disney.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: you went you're there. Get sued. <laughs> I smell a spinoff. So
1: um we we were talking now uh, some episodes back or something. Kane Hodder doing the photo op costume which I thought it was the Manhattan Jason. It turns out it's going to be part seven based on the picture. Um, but for the first time ever at Monster Mania March, he's going to do Jason X. See,
3: we'll see, I, I, like see that. That. I like the part seven. Jason. With the with the, the spine and all that shit. It's fucking great. The the Uber Jason It's not for me because it's not the hockey mask. It's a fucking space stage, outer space type shit, which I get because that's what it's supposed to be for the movie, but To take a picture with it? No, I'm good.
2: It's like 95 bucks, right?
3: Yeah, probably 95 bucks. Um, I don't know. I mean,
1: for it being the first time it being done, you wouldn't want to do it?
3: I don't want to do any of the Jason dress ups uh, because it looks like you're just taking a picture with a cosplayer. You can't even tell that it's the actual actor themselves underneath there. So I don't want to pay that kind of money to look like I took a picture with a cosplayer. Exactly. Like, like nobody's gonna believe me, and my friends never believe me on the Look at this cool shit! Oh, you took a picture of somebody in a fucking costume. I paid hundred bucks for it, though. But yeah, see, so yeah, I'd rather just take the picture with them in their normal street clothes, maybe yeah, holding a doll or it, something.
1: It stole like seventy-five bucks, though.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, but that's cool. But they, but you can clearly see who it is.
1: But it's
2: worth it, basically.
3: Yeah, like proof that I've been in the same room as this person. Yeah, but you like can just doing at their booth. Like I paid out the ass for my uh, child's play photo op, but I love it.
2: Same thing with my reanimator one.
3: I was right.
1: I'm
3: definitely going to be doing ET next yeah, year. Yeah, oh yeah, I'm dead. I already uh, purchased it. <laughs> I'm doing ET. I'm going to buy me. I'm going to find me a stuffed ET doll to take with me. Take a picture with it. I am hoping that they announce Jackie Earl Haley because I paid up the fucking ass for that NECA remake glove. So.
2: <laughs> oh man!
3: Yeah, yeah, you believe the whole like the, like that teaser of uh, good guests or not thing that he did? That yeah, because I figure down. if they don't do it, then I'll just drive the jersey for Monster Media, and then I'll just get I'll get him
0: uh, I'll get him
3: on that. So either way, no no loss on your uh, glove there. Not really. It would just be easier if it was uh, TFW, but
0: uh, we uh, we shall see. Because it looks like we are going to get somebody good. Hopefully, knock on uh, my own wood. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Your own way to. I'm glad you had that part. <laughs> had to, you yeah. know. All
1: right. And then um, the last piece of news, which if they I know you watched it the Scoob trailer.
3: <laughs> God damn it. Why is Scooby talking too normal? There's not enough R's the way he talks in this. He sounds like a normal person that just growls a little bit. <laughs> he's not saying Ruby Doo, he's saying Scooby Doo. I'm like, "What the fuck? No, you're Ruby Doo." And well, Raggy.
1: The, the voice actor is like 70 years old.
3: <laughs> so he still he can still pronounce his Rs.
1: <laughs> so that's your issue, with Scooby. Because you
3: had such a big issue with Shaggy? With Shaggy and Shaggy turned out okay. He's no he's no Lillard, <laughs> But he's he's fine. But now yeah, now my issue is Scooby himself. He doesn't he's not talking like Scooby. Damn it. That was my whole appeal of Scooby-Doo. I love the way he talks because then you have to like translate what he's trying to say because he has so many R's in there.
1: Because <laughs> he sounds like you after so many beers?
3: Yeah, yeah. Pretty exactly. much. That's why we're one of the same. We, we're connected. Me and Ruby-Doo. Ruby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: how was that? That's all I got for news. So, Did you like the trailer? I I thought that it was a better than I was expecting it to be. Um... The I whole, think
3: like, beginning story of the two
1: yeah which I mean this would be you know what the third time they've done this but you <laughs> know it can't be any worse than the Am's family right
3: so I didn't see that in his family so I don't, can't rebuttal on that one dumpster fight. I, heard, I heard it was a shit show yeah <laughs> for more than just string because I don't I don't agree with string a lot so I take the shit he says with a grain of salt sometimes and I go check it out for myself <laughs> You know, like
1: yeah, like John Connor dying was the best thing that happened.
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like Terminator, motherfucker. (laughs) No, it wasn't. John Connor needed to live. He was gonna save us all. Not this stupid bitch. (laughs) You know,
1: if he saved us from three shitty sequels, he wasn't gonna save us.
3: That's not John Connor's fault, damn it! It's the filmmakers. (laughs)
1: It's John Connor's fault.
3: (laughs) It's never John Connor's fault. I'm telling Edward Furlong you said that. He's going to be angry with you. (laughs) But go ahead and sign your own death warrant. That's fine.
1: Well, That's fine. I'll tell him myself.
3: (laughs) He's fucking John Connor. (laughs) And not the John Connor from Dark Fate either.
1: Um, Was that
3: that all all the news?
1: That's all the news. It was a really slow news
3: week. But yeah, I did get a lot of Instagram questions and comments that I'll get into later when we talk to the shining films. So all That's right. always good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know why I just said it like that, but you know.
1: Well, I was saying let's keep the questions coming in for every movie.
3: <laughs> right, right. Yeah. That's one plan. Oh yeah, so, yeah, I got two questions and one comment that I'll get into later. All right. Well, then, yeah, we can get into uh, recent watches, or... Oh, fuck, I forgot to do another fucking overrated pick of the week. I'll come up with one. <laughs> but right now, I'll kick us off for recent watches, since I have fucking 13 of them.
5: Jesus
3: <laughs> fucking <God. laughs> The uh, non-Disney Plus ones that I have. For the first time, I watched Serial Mom. For the first time.
2: And what did you fucking think?
3: Uh, it started out awesome like it was cracking me up when she started doing the crank calls at the beginning <laughs> that shit was <laughs> fucking hilarious i was like oh this because like i didn't watch the trailer or nothing. i've never seen a preview for this movie or anything i've just heard the name before and i knew matthew lillard was in not so i started watching like man this is what i'm getting into and there's some like you know it kind of dries out a little bit but uh, overall I, I did enjoy the movie i thought it was good and i liked i liked the ending especially with uh, Suzanne Somers and all that shit.
2: And her beating the shit out of Pettyhurst in the fucking bathroom for wearing white shoes.
3: <laughs> right. Yeah, but yeah, it was a fun movie. It was cool. Uh, the next one I watched was Pilgrim, the Into the Dark from Hulu, the, the new one, the Thanksgiving one that they did. That was really good. I had fun with that.
2: Yeah, I saw that, and I didn't... I was like, mm, I don't know. I read the snosses from it, and I didn't care for it.
3: Yeah, that's how it was, too. But I was like, you know what? If I, I'll give it a shot, just, just so I'd have something to talk about for recent watches, not knowing that I was going to have so many.
2: But was it bullshit, or was it good?
3: Well, because I, like, I steered away from the of the Dark series for a little bit, because it was starting to turn to shit. It wasn't really that good. But The Pilgrim, it was good. Like it, it starts slow, but once it like kicks into a gear, like what the movie's actually like leading into... The ending is fun. The music's great. Cinematography—it's actually—it's really—it's really good. Really fun. It, it gets you like cheering for, the you know, the good guys and booing and the bad guys. You know, pretty much. But yeah, I definitely recommend a program on Hulu. That's, that's a good one. Hmm. Uh, and I watched uh, Good Boys. With
1: that's
3: the, a funny one. That was fucking hilarious. But it's got me nervous because my son is in sixth grade, and this was about sixth graders. And you're so, so fucked yeah <laughs> and the way they're confused on like how kissing works and stuff like that I'm like shit that's what my son's going into right now
2: it's coming it's right. coming May.
3: hey my son has his uh, first girlfriend now so yeah we're, we're getting there she's a 7th grader named Katie you Kate. better have
2: that fucking talk with him
3: oh I'm going to we're going to have the birds and bees talk next time I have for a weekend for sure because he's getting there, and then after watching this movie, hell yeah, I'm going to talk to him about that shit, and I'm going to see if he's been invited to any kissing parties. Because I'm going to tell him not to go. <laughs> yes. uh,
2: I'm
5: not.
3: I am not ready to be a grandfather.
2: Yeah, show him a book filled. him to go to the lone with the
3: boys. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I was just happy his first love interest, you know, is somebody that's. Older than him, seven foot tall. (laughs) Like, this chick is like a foot taller than him. He's a little, oh, wow. Yeah, she's like a a volleyball player.
2: He likes tall bitches.
3: Apparently, he's into that Amazon. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Proud of him. Proud of him. Climb that girl like a tree, son.
2: Oh, my God.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you done with your watches yet? No, no, no. I'll get through these other ones real quick because the rest of them are Disney Plus pretty much. It started out with a goofy movie, okay. Of course, that's the very first thing I watched. Mandalorian had to watch that. Amazing. I had to watch Nightmare Before Christmas because it's we're in the middle of November and it's that perfect bridge between Halloween and Christmas. I think you bridge over from Halloween to Christmas. You watch Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, then I watched an extremely goofy movie because I watched a goofy movie. Might as well watch the sequel, right? Then I binge watched some Goof Troop while I went to bed. <laughs> then I watched the Aladdin original Aladdin. Fucking still great. I watched Return of Jafar. Still sucks. I watched Tim Burton's <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Good time. Watched the original Lion King. And then I watched the, the live-action Lion King. Fucking I hated the live-action Lion King. It was stupid. It was, <laughs> it was a straight-up fucking Psycho 98 remake, and they left out all the good shit. Fuck the new Lion King. And I watched The Bug's Life. And there you go. There's phase recent watches. <laughs> Very, very nice. Very oh,
2: nice. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ!
0: <laughs> um, I only got about four on my watch list. I uh, let's see. I saw Ford versus Ferrari today. Um, yeah, how was that? I, I, I Honestly, I walked into it thinking that it was gonna be like mediocre, but honestly, I I would not be shocked if it gets best picture. That like, it was the runtime was like two and a half hours, and I thought it was fucking phenomenal. I saw it in IMAX. Like Damon did great. Christian Bale did great. Like I was hooked in. Like from just the moment it fucking started, it was so good. Well, see like a
3: title like that, I'm just like that doesn't sound interesting to me at all. But then I was like, yeah, so no. I'm like, oh, it looks good. Like, so yeah. Yeah, no, that,
0: that 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 film was done fucking that film was done right. So I, I definitely recommend that. The title sucks, but the movie's so good. Um <laughs> next I saw the lighthouse.
2: And how was that?
0: Um that I also thought it was gonna suck donkey dicks, but uh, it did not. Um, I didn't think it was that great, but I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. I like, you know, I was a psychological thriller. I liked that it was black and white. Um, the kid from Twilight can act a little bit better than I thought. Uh, Defoe fucking stole the show on that one. Um, but overall, I would watch it. If, uh, if I believe the guy that did the Witch did that, so I would. Uh, uh-huh. I would definitely give the Lighthouse a look because it's uh, it's pretty pretty good. Okay. Um.
1: Okay, so for for you, who would you put in best actor and supporting actor? Because right now the company wants to do Pattinson as lead actor.
0: Pattinson. I have what any movie going on right now?
1: Yeah, like for like award season because they want the Lighthouse to be like going. Oh, they to want, the want it to
3: be one of those like big runners for the, yeah, the whole entire. They, book, so. Yeah, mm. they want Pattinson to be lead actor and mm, to focus
2: no. TV. Make it Defoe. Defoe is a good actor.
0: Yeah, no, Defoe Defoe did a way better job for acting. He was more of a lead in the film. Um, He did a total character transformation and that where he was just fucking, he was superb. He was spot fucking on. So I I think if it was out of the two, then Defoe definitely deserves that nod. Mm -hmm. Pattinson did a good job, but it was not nearly as good and it wasn't as believable as, uh, as Defoe, I'd say. So Defoe for show. Yes. Defoe for show. show. (laughs) Defoe uh, stole the show. Um, And then I watched this little hidden gem called Fade to Black.
5: Oh,
0: uh, uh, yes. And I I, too thought this movie was also going to suck dick. And then I I saw Mickey Rourke in the first fucking five minutes. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Um, I am so glad I bought this fucking movie. It was a lot better than I expected um it was and i'm pretty sure you know there's tropes of screaming there so that you know uh-huh. that's another good character <laughs> I, another good young, characterization I knew you were there, gonna so. say
2: that yeah you're getting yeah. young mickey rourke god damn it not fucking yes. decrepit mickey Rourke. yeah
0: i feel like that was right around the time he did diner so i think it was around that fucking early time frame um but fade to black was great and then my fourth movie which i think was a fucking uh, catastrophic disaster and I wish I could have like that hour and 40 minutes of my fucking life back and uh, <laughs> that would be a savage weekend uh. um, the term slow burn uh, only truly applies to this film this film was a fucking slow burn with no climax um, I, I hate myself for watching it and from now on this movie will join every Rob Zombie movie as a coaster <laughs> in <my house>. um <laughs> So that
3: concludes my recent watches. You know, I knew you're going to like fade to black because it's about a horror movie obsessed fan. And goes crazy. I, I, go I like the to writing. Black. I
0: liked his characters. I like how like he fucking took on like all of his murder characters. So like that, I thought that was great. I thought that was a, a nice little fucking nod. And uh, I was, uh, I was sold on it. it, it the movie production uh, standpoint looks like ass, but I bet they didn't have a lot of money.
3: Right. Sounds like you were trying to make yourself miserable because you kept watching movies that you thought were going to be shit. <laughs> then you ended up liking them. So it ended up being a good week of movies. Besides Correct. The last you, that last you, you, uh, you
0: were a smile, my friend. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Except for that last one that you watched, which I don't even remember what that was because you fucking hated it. So I erased it from my head, sir. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's a coaster movie, it joins Terrifier and a whole other laundry list. Oh, go fuck yourself. <laughs> Were it's right, it's right it.
0: next to there with uh with fucking Daryl Hook's face and clown and a clown Ah, there's our Daryl
3: Hook moment of the week. <laughs> it's becoming its own segment. Uh, String, what you watch? All right.
1: Um, first I watched um a movie called The Pool. It's a I, I want to say it's from Thailand. Um, is about this couple that end up stuck in a empty pool with a crocodile.
3: <laughs> a pool, like a swimming pool. That yeah. Like crawl pool pool. Yeah. It, no, it
1: was a normal swim um it was filled and then um and then,
3: and then someone empties
1: ball. out the pools and the alligator falls in uh with them. <laughs> so. so they're
3: trapped in a pool they can't get out.
1: Yeah. So um, it, it was no okay. shallow wind.
3: It, 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 I mean, or was, it like one of those Olympic pools where there is no such thing as a shallow wind.
1: Um yeah, it was an Olympic pool. Okay, okay. I was
3: going to say just, just fucking run up the shallow end and jump
1: out. Goddamn. No. No. <laughs> it was all deep end. Um the the crocodile fake as fuck like sci-fi fake. Um
2: like CGI but, fake?
1: Yeah. But, I mean, the movie itself wasn't terrible. Um, I mean, it's on Prime right now. So uh, Next, I watched one called Strange Behavior on uh, Shudder. Um, essentially, it's a, a high school group of kids watch this uh, science video. And the guy that's in the video somehow... Um, like hypnotizes them into killing other people and each other and everything and it wasn't the greatest I, I'd say probably skip it yeah, I know a real winner too Joe. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: sorry <laughs> is it that obvious I'm like Shutter originals I'm like ass no,
1: no it wasn't an original this movie was from like the 80s it's just on Shudder <laughs>
2: Yeah, but sometimes you gotta go, okay, that doesn't fucking sound right. I'm like, no, no. And I'm just like basically sliding through. I'm like, alright, no, I don't want to touch any of these fucking shows. They don't sound fucking appealing to me in any way, shape, or form. So I have to really think about like stuff from my childhood. I'm like, I remember this fucking movie. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: next one I got, um, not a horror film. Um, but it was still really good. Uh, we went and saw Midway. Oh. And um, de- definitely recommend it. It they did surprisingly action-
3: well in the box office.
1: Yeah, I would say it's action packed and um, it is definitely better than Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <This one had laughs> Everything is land. better than,
2: Pil- than Pearl Harbor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pearl Harbor, yeah.
3: You know, Pearl Harbor wasn't that bad of a movie until the action started, and then it got pretty shitty for some reason. No, it's just weird. take
2: Ben Affleck's ass out of that, and you're fine, I guess.
3: You leave Ben Affleck alone, damn no,
2: it. No, fuck <laughs> that guy.
1: Ben Affleck was the bomb of Phantoms.
3: Yo, he was bomb <laughs> right? Phantoms, yo. Yeah, <laughs> Batfleck alone. He's an awesome Batman, too, damn it. Uh, okay. Better than Christian Bale.
2: Can you go fuck yourself in the ass, please?
3: I can't. My dick's not long <laughs> <enough>. <laughs> oh I know.
0: That's why I use that Felicity Rose dildo. <laughs> that's why the ink is smudged on it.
2: You're like, damn it. It's going in too much.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh. oh, Jesus. And then um, I finally started going through the stack from Rock and Shock. So um, I knocked out Trick or Treat, which. I thought it was good. Um I hadn't seen them in such a long time. Um the awesome I watched, uh Phantom of the Mall.
3: Whoa, that sounds like a barn burner.
1: Um <laughs> it is not terrible. You it actually has Polly Shore and Ken Forde.
3: Sounds like a barn burner.
2: <laughs> Ken Forhey for like 1 minute and then the rest is just fo- fucking Polly Shore just Paulie
1: Shore Pauly is trying Forrey. to hook up with the girl.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, no.
3: He wasn't wheezing the juice? <laughs> he
1: wasn't wheezing the juice. He was wheezing the ice cream.
3: Oh, what a traitor.
1: <laughs> and then I watched Killer Party. Um, that was the other April Fool's Day movie that we talked about.
3: Oh, okay. So there's so many like horror movies out there with the name Party in it, and I get them mixed up. So,
1: and yeah, uh, that's...
3: The only party, party the only the only party I like is Eddie Murphy's party all the time. My girl wants party. to party all the time, party all the time, uh. party all the time. <laughs> hey Eddie Murphy's coming back, damn it. Can't wait for a stand up.
2: Yeah, as Dave Chappelle.
3: <laughs> I'm just looking forward to Beverly Hills Cup four. Oh man. Yeah, I saw that announcement. I like three. A lot of people don't like three, but I like Mary has got three.
1: No. I love three.
3: At the amusement park? Hell yeah. Yeah.
2: Give me anything with Bridget Nielsen in it. I didn't care for
0: three. <laughs> Celebrity rehab?
2: No, where was the one? What? Yeah. Flavor of Love. Yeah, that was a fucking good one. I like that.
3: What was her nickname for flavor? Like Pookie or Dookie or something P- Pookie, like that? Pookie, I think. <laughs> I watched that shit with my mom. That was fun. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stallone hit it first. All right. Sick. Vlog with Stallone. All right. Well, uh, Evil Lance. Sarah, yes, sir. Did you watch anything this week worth mentioning?
4: Uh, I watched uh, Muppets Muffet, Take Manhattan.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah.
2: My daughter loved that movie. Uh,
4: Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, X Men, the original one.
3: So you've been on <laughs> that Disney Plus too,
4: huh? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just a couple of horror movies uh, I watch on YouTube. Um, they're 60 second horror movies. And it's pretty much, you can find like the winners of the, all the horror fest. And uh, it's really interesting to see what you can do in 60 seconds. How something so quaint can turn so evil so quickly. It makes it so special.
3: That'll sound Um, interesting. 60 second fucking horror film. That's cool.
4: Yep. Um, Another one. It's a three minute short. It's on YouTube. Um, It's called Polaroid. Uh, And basically it's about a guy who moves into a house. Um, He's alone. He finds an old Polaroid. And uh, let's just say some antics exude, ensued.
3: <laughs> nice. Oh uh, yeah. That's a, hell, that's a hell of a lineup for this week. <laughs> Cujo.
2: Yes. Fucking finally, after all you fucking assholes fucking went ahead and talked about Disney Plus. Hey, save, save the worst uh, for us.
3: Save the worst
2: for us. Keep saying that. <laughs> Dick, like, fucker. Anyway.
3: Whoa, Whoa. inappropriate. Okay. <sighs> <laughs> Go. I'm sorry. I'm on a biscuit. You Call were me about, butter because I'm on a biscuit.
2: <laughs> I, you shoved up your ass? Okay.
3: There's not that many things to go up my ass like y'all think. <laughs>
2: <laughs> all right. Um. It. I don't know. Since it's the end of the year, I've had a lot of holiday horror movies. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me wanting to watch all these. Um. I think it kicked off with Halloween that I have never seen Satan's Little Helper and uh, trash. Yeah, I didn't care for it either. I liked the beginning of it, you know. Uh yeah, and then I actually got to see Jack Frost too. <laughs> I wasted a lot of time. And then that fucking I hate you so much for recommending this goddamn movie. Fucking Thanks Killing. <laughs> I turned it I turned it off like the beginning. It's like after like you get your like first you see tits for a good while and it's great and everything and then you get introduced to all the characters and I'm like oh fuck this I turned it off <laughs> I love fucking Blood Rage I know that I've seen this movie several times and I love the practical effects on it Um but yes all the holiday horror movies I've had and it's all your fucking fault Faye for fucking going yeah I saw that one and this one and you should see this one and blah 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 <laughs>
3: fucking hate you right now. I'm somebody that recommends The Fanatic, alright? So you can only take my recommendations. With okay, the <laughs> A life
2: story of Andrew Fay. That's what it is. That's what it's supposed to be called.
3: Uh, so yeah, Dad, tune in for the next episode when we talk Thanksgiving and Blood Rage.
2: Because <laughs> I fucking hate you.
3: So apparently the gravy-flavored kind condom of didn't do it for
1: her.
3: <laughs>
2: nope. 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 <laughs> That's the
3: stupid shit. Whatever you watch, stupid shit too.
2: <laughs> yeah, when your friends go like, "Hey, jump off this fucking bridge," yeah, you probably fucking do it too.
3: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna try to get you to jump off a bridge. Of course, <laughs>
2: <laughs> you first, motherfucker.
3: No, yeah, lead by example. Yep. I just tell yep. you what to do.
2: Yep.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, if I think there's 12 cases of fucking Oktoberfest
3: down there, you might do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they took it off the shelves. So if you can get some of that shit off the bridge, hell you yeah, made I'm an
2: ivy out of it and shit. <laughs> I
3: did. I'm still drinking leftover Oktoberfest. I saved some. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so, any other watches that you want to shit on? <laughs> Or blame me for you watching.
2: <laughs> no, not real. Well, yeah. Then the fucking I had never seen the fucking uh, the new new um, technically new fucking nightmare on Elm Street. But I fucking hate you now. I do love. I do love Jackie Earl Haley. He lives in San Antonio. I've met him several times. He's a really fucking nice ass guy. Um, he just needs to not let people make shitty movies with him in it. Just yeah. <laughs>
3: So this is the first time you watched it?
2: Yes, because I had never seen it before because everybody said that it was fucking bullshit. And I was like, all right, well, then I'm not going to waste my time on that.
3: Hey, you got fours across the board. Those are respectable ratings.
2: Four <laughs> from each of all of you guys. Okay. Yeah.
3: yeah, so why would you watch it?
2: I have no fucking idea. Because
3: like... that's the first time we've ever all gave the same score on it. Well, Android. here,
2: there you go. I give it a fucking one because... I can't give it a fucking zero.
3: Fucking twat waffle.
2: Oh, that's your nickname, buddy.
3: No, it's not. Because I just told you that you're. Twat no, waffle.
2: you're Captain Twat Waffle of the World of Tomorrow. Oh, you add
3: Captain to <laughs> make sure you patent that shit.
2: <laughs> oh, huh? I hate I hate what was you. that?
3: I hate you. I fucking hate
2: you. Shut You out. don't hate me. You're full <laughs> of fucking bullshit. Son of a bitch. <sighs>
0: He's actually full of semen and alcohol, but yeah, that too, I guess.
3: <laughs> my sack is full of semen and my belly's full of alcohol, right? And your brain. Yeah, because so you, it's, no, your belly's full of semen, just not your semen. <laughs> How dare you? So is that your final recent watch? Is that yes, sir. That you gave a fucking one? Two? Yes. <laughs> okay, this is, this is going great. I love it. <laughs> It's always good to have fucking pumpkin butt on this fucking show.
2: Yeah, you better look forward to that motherfucker.
3: If so you can keep telling me to lick my own butthole and shit like that. Well,
2: you probably could lick your own fucking butthole. You probably learned from your fucking dog.
3: I'm not that flexible.
0: I'm too fat. I can't do that. You leave Gizmo out of this. He's a fucking Fuck. saint.
3: Oh. <laughs> He's all tucked under his blanket. Leave him alone. Oh. So yeah, there's your reason. Watch this, string. <laughs> So oh no! Wait, 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 I'm gonna cut you off. My overrated. Uh, hold on. My, My overrated, overrated pick overrated of the week is uh, Queen Kudra's opinion. Oh! <laughs>
2: take that fucking! Take your bullshit opinion and shove up your ass with that dildo and everything else. So yeah. <laughs>
3: There you have it, folks. Don't listen to her bullshit.
2: Oh, no. Listen to my fucking bullshit. Check out the the Keating Girls Horror Podcast. And tell them how
3: much they're fucking stupid, and how overrated their picks are.
2: Not really.
1: (laughs) You know what? I will give them props. Their last episode with their interview, phenomenal.
3: Were they jacked off over a dude? No. (laughs) Okay,
2: first of all, how the fuck can that happen? Second of all, fuck you, (laughs) Fane. Your bullshit mountain,
3: bullshit mountain. Is that like space mountain?
2: Yeah, because you're the mayor <laughs> of it, basically.
3: Mayor. At least I have a high end job. <laughs> <laughs> What's next on the agenda string? <laughs> before I keep uh, yelling on this twat face. <laughs> just hopping into uh, the shining. Ooh. which one are we gonna do first? The
1: Shining.
3: Yeah, yeah. that saved the new movie for last. So, in case, in case people haven't seen it yet, because we do do spoilers on the show, they can turn it
5: off. <laughs> I
3: mean, don't turn us off. We're a good show. So I hear. <laughs> yeah, Shining 1980.
5: <laughs> Lead Son, us away, Guy Nicholson
3: guys. and uh, Olive Oil. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck her name is? <laughs> Shirley Temple, I think. is it. What's her fucking name? Shelly Duvall. Shelly Duvall. <laughs> <a> Shelly Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> Duvall.
2: Who is from fucking San Antonio, I believe.
3: Oh, so that's why you know her name.
2: <laughs> Y'all yeah.
3: besties. I heard she lives in a van down by the river now.
2: Yeah, fucking Dr. Phil found her ass.
3: Did he? Seriously? I think,
2: yes, I think so.
3: <laughs> Good job, Phil. So yeah, The Shining. <laughs>
2: Anybody going to read those stats?
3: Uh, it stars uh, Jack Nicholson's best performance ever. Fuck One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. This is his best performance. Uh, it's got uh, Olive Oil. It's got a young uh, Danny Lloyd is his real name, right?
2: Yes, Danny Lloyd. Danny Lloyd. Scatman Crothers.
3: Scatman. That's one of the greatest names ever. Mm-hmm. Scatman Crothers. He was great in the movie. Um, You got the the, the little creepy twins. You got bleeding elevators. You get creepy-ass old ladies coming out of the showers who start out hot and then end up being disgusting. So, yeah, let's discuss this film. (laughs) I, for one, love the fuck out of it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time, period. Horror, non-horror. It's in my top five. Mm -hmm. At first, I didn't care for it because at first... When I first saw it, I didn't care for slow burns because this movie is definitely a slow burn.
2: You were but not a big I, fan uh, of it.
3: Yeah, as I got older and learned more about how much I loved film in general and then sat there and paid attention to the movie, I was like, oh my god, this is one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my life. From the cinematography to the acting for the most part. Uh, I absolutely love it. I mean, I don't know what else I can say about it, but It's fucking amazing. Uh, what do you think about string? Are you a fan of The Shining?
1: I am, I am. Um, so a- everyone knows the whole turmoil between Kubrick and King. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Stephen so. King's
2: hate hates his fucking ass. Hates,
3: hates. Him.
1: Well, I did hate him. The guy's dead now. So.
3: Oh, uh, that's a good lead into uh, what our buddy Jack Harris said on Instagram. A a question concerning King versus Kubrick. How much should an adaptation honor its source material? And should the original creators have a say in adjustments based on media? Yes. Guess what?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're adapting something and you're going to just completely change the story, then I feel like the author should have a say in it.
3: One, the situation pretty much is where Kubrick straight up, like, just pretty much bought the rights to do this movie and Mm -hmm. King had no say. Yeah. Yeah. And even after the film was loved, King was still like, I don't like it because he he did change a lot, apparently. I didn't read the book. I've never read the book. I've never read a (laughs) single Stephen King
1: book. So So essentially, the miniseries
3: that he did is the book. And that wasn't that good. I liked it. (laughs) It wasn't that good. Yeah. It's it's super long, but. Yeah.
1: But you
2: never really pick up a book, Faye, So what's the difference?
3: I don't. I don't.
1: It doesn't pick up anything except, you know, herpes and beer.
2: Yeah, pretty much. And a piss I don't jug. Don't
3: pick up herpes anymore. It's just permanently stuck with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> Let's get that straight.
1: <laughs> um, I can respect uh, Cooper from protecting Lloyd through the making of all this because. Uh-huh. Lloyd came out saying that he thought they were making a drama. So, you know, he didn't he wasn't there on the set for all the blood and violence stuff. So
3: Rightfully so. I mean, so I mean I
1: could give him props for that.
3: You can tell in a lot of movies when there's a kid in there, you can tell that they were like either filmed separately or shot differently to where they're not around for the crazy gore and boobs and all that shit, you know. I found it interesting that to get
1: um, Jack into the right mindset, that they would only feed him cheese sandwiches for two weeks because he hates cheese sandwiches, apparently.
2: Yeah, make your fucking actors crazy. That'll, <laughs> that'll do it. I mean,
3: it, it worked, though. Well, he's running around with an axe and shit. Yeah. yeah.
2: Well, you seen the video where he's, like, basically, like, fucking...
3: He's amping himself um, up.
2: Yes. Yeah before he does that, and so is Duvall. I think this movie made everybody fucking crazy. Because, yeah, you look at Jack Nicholson now, he's still a fucking nutbag. And you see Duvall now. Um, no, you don't. Oh, well, yeah, because, you know, <laughs> like, fuck yeah, that, yeah, yeah. I'm never working with fucking Stanley Kubrick ever again. And
3: Well, theory has it, like, this movie is what fucked her up, and what sent her off the deep end.
2: Yeah, there's so much that you could be pushed Pushed forward or pushed over when you are working with somebody, and yeah, mental abuse, all kinds of crazy fucking shit, just going crazy. You know,
3: it's like you can't even watch that behind the scenes thing. And like, the, I think the theory is true to where Kubrick was a complete dick to Shelley Duvall Probably. to just to get her into that fucking mindset. He didn't care if people loved him or hate him. He just wanted to make a good movie, so he would do whatever he could to fuck up his actors to make sure that the movie was what he wanted. And I'm glad he did. Granted, this is probably the only Kubrick movie I like, though.
2: You don't like Clockwork Orange, and you don't like not really. One Blue really. over the copter. was w- great. Yeah.
3: Like, like Clockwork Orange could have been my overrated pick of the week. But. Oh
2: my god, go fuck yourself! <laughs> I love that movie. That was like growing up kind of movie. It was an artsy, fucking weird ass movie.
0: Yeah, you wanted that to happen to you. I understand. Yeah. Not,
2: not really.
3: Dildo face attack.
2: No. <laughs> I think I was I I'd identify more as Alex in the movie Ultra Violence, yeah. But yeah, when flew over the Cuckoo's Nest, you know, I don't know. You have to really love Kubrick for his weird fucking bullshit that he would do with these scenes and that's why King hated him so much. Just yeah. That's how it is.
3: You know, and Kubrick took this this King and like book, and then made the adjustments that he felt were necessary, and I'm glad he did because this is a fucking great movie.
1: Kubrick didn't do one flew over the cuckoo's
3: nest. I'm oh, talking about Shining.
2: No, yeah, Shining.
1: Well, you kept oh. bringing up flew
2: over the cuckoo's nest. A clockwork, you know? Yeah, well, no, not one flew over the cuckoo's nest. I always think of that because I think of Jack Nichols and all the goddamn dime. Yeah,
1: yeah I think that, I think that is his best performance, and. He has an Oscar to say so.
3: Yeah, the Oscars are stupid. That's another overrated. There's like five overrated pick of weeks right there. Fuck the Oscars. They don't know what the hell is.
2: Because nobody watched it last time.
3: Nobody watches it anymore because they're full of shit. I mean, I do watch it every year, but then the whole time I'm watching it, I have my arms crossed. I'm like, you fucking people are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you give Leonardo DiCaprio a fucking award? He oh come on. <laughs> He should have got it for what he didn't grab a grape.
2: Oh, yeah, where he played stupid. Yeah.
3: Yeah, because he didn't have to really have to work hard for that role. Oh, my God. (laughs) What are your feelings on The Shining there, Evil Lance?
4: Well, let me just start off with saying Kubrick is a god. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Technique. Um, Everything about him is, is what a great director should be. Incentric. Eccentric. Um intense, uh innovative. His his style alone created movies that we see today, created drones. It, helicopter scene. Don't get me fucking started about this goddamn it, it's one of the best movies I've ever seen from shot from beginning to end. It portrays either, you know, alcoholism as a whole and what it does to people. You know, for the most part, if Stephen King doesn't like the ending, was it too true true to words in film that made him not enjoy it? Because to me, it's something that shows that, you know, winter controls madness to a point, and we're just starting. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. I don't know. The way Kubrick, you know, every shot, the way he does, tells a story. Every movement of the camera is something new back in the day, you know. And it it just shows how determined you can be if you want the shot. You make it happen. Even if you got to make your lead actor eat cheese sandwiches forever.
3: <laughs> is uh, The Shining your favorite Kubrick film?
4: Uh, Full Metal Jacket is. Oh, I forgot he did full metal.
2: Yes, I fucking love that movie.
4: For the part technically two movies where people watch the beginning and think the end of it is when he blows his brains out. Yeah, ten yeah, years old, ten years old, watched it first time.
2: Holy fuck!
4: Yeah, my dad would watch it with me, and he'd tell me, "Yeah, oh, remember those? Remember doing that?" Oh my
2: god. So Vincent D'Onofrio getting fucking hazed. Your father was like, oh, yeah, I remember
4: that.
3: Yeah, that, that whole thing right there was a movie in itself. Like when he blew his brains out, that could have been a movie right yeah. there by itself.
4: And then he goes to Vietnam and it's just like, you know, Joker and the whole spiel. And like, again, you know, there was no like, if we were to have a scene where it was a, uh, the Vietnamese woman came up and asked for sex to have that now, that would either make a movie NC-17 right off the bat, just because of the content of the, just because of the sexual in nature. She was saying, "What kind of Me so horny. Like, app- <laughs> it, it,
2: it's, it's
4: so fucking retarded. American fucking cinema is retarded because <laughs> it's an act will get you a seventeen rating, but blowing somebody's brain off in detail will give you a rated R.
3: Right. Right.
2: Violence doesn't ring. They're always afraid of the kids fucking having sex, basically.
4: And I mean, not to bring up, uh, you know, Rob Zombie or anything, but, <laughs> you know, his take- <laughs> is, is, is surprising that he can get away with it. And I feel like most of his directing is music video style, which he started with. And, you know, he's have taken it now to an hour and 60 minutes. Lords of Salem sucks, by the way. Oh, yeah, it did. Fuck it, that movie. We unanimously you know, hate that
5: movie. Culture.
2: I can't even get through the first part but of yeah, that fucking the, movie.
4: The Shining, you know, it's an epic movie. It's it's amazing. You know, it, it's it's something that, you know, people can pass on to generation for generation.
3: So you're okay with The King versus Kubrick like you like what Kubrick did to it and...
4: I love what what he did because he's got to remember that, you know, people are going to see a movie. They're not going to see a book. Right. Yeah. A lot of the time when people, you know, it wasn't like the movie. It wasn't like the book, you know, because it's not the fucking book. It's a movie.
3: (laughs) That's exactly how I feel about this whole Uh, book adaptations. I'm like, let's make a good movie out of it. Just because it's good in the book doesn't mean it it translates good onto the screen. See, yep. C- it chapter two.
5: Yeah,
2: we're not going to talk about that bullshit. <laughs> I will fight you, Faye, and I will bring that shit to me. I will bring that shit to TFW. <laughs> I will fucking wrestling move your ass, you illiterate fuck ass. <laughs> <laughs> Damn yeah meanwhile fucking string is like oh fuck no don't bring that shit up
3: (laughs) (laughs) but no i agree with lance 100 on that though uh farmer the shining (laughs) what's your feelings on
0: it well kubrick is a fucking genius um i love how fucking method of a director he is because he makes his fucking cast sick to their fucking stomach, giving fucking making Jack Nicholson fucking do like twelve to twelve takes every fucking scene, uh, telling fucking Shelley Duvall she couldn't do any improv and just making her fucking sick to the point where her hair is falling out when they're shooting. Um, <laughs> just the way he fucking he just made everyone fucking crazy, but he did it for the he did it for the movie, not for himself. And he's he's a fucking visionary. I mean, him and fucking um, what's his face, Garrett Brown, he's the uh, the cam inventor. They created the uh, the low mode bracket, which allowed the camera and uh, Kubrick to fucking shoot all the steady cam shit really low to the ground. Especially like when Danny's fucking driving his little bike and shit all around uh-huh. the halls. Like they created that together, and that came from his you know from his fucking vision. So, uh, to me, The Shining is a perfect film, and I think Kubrick is a fucking genius.
2: Rad. Spoken like a true fucking director. Doesn't give a fuck about his actors' well beings, but damn well makes a pretty fucking good ass fucking movie. That
0: it's it's that's that's fucking that's what he brought. He brought that. He wanted perfection, and uh, fuck Stephen King, fucking oh, <laughs>
2: don't be a hateful ass.
3: <laughs> no, I mean Stephen King's great in the book world but he needs to not get so pissy when somebody takes his book and turns it into a movie and it's not exactly following what he wrote on page. He
2: pitch. did sign his rights over. Yeah, and, and fuck
3: he- that Mick Yaros fucking TV bullshit too. Fuck that. I didn't care <laughs> for <laughs> the that TV one either.
0: Bullshit. I
2: thought right. it was kind of stupid.
3: Not many people do. I mean, it does have its following, but those are the, bibliog- the bibli- bibliophiles. The bibliophiles
2: bibliophiles you know what a bibliography is because apparently that's when you read a fucking book right books!
3: <laughs> i have a stack of books right over there i've read like two of them
2: you're putting your fucking phone on it you're putting your fucking uh you're putting a lamp on it and shit
3: i read the hollywood monster robert england story i read that one i read the you tommy jerk lee off to that basically right that and the tommy lee the tommy land book because i love tommy lee
2: And you jerk Uh, off to that one as well.
3: Really, I just like autobiography when it comes to books. Because like I also have Simon Peggs, I have Kevin Smith, of course. So but fictional books, I don't want to read that. I'll wait for the movie. (laughs) See, has everybody talked about the shining?
2: The Shining. yep. Mm
3: -hmm. The shining. The Shining. Is it is it rating time for the shining?
2: For the shining.
3: Yeah. Well, no surprise on this end. I, it's a perfect 10 for me. 10's across the board. It's a Miss Davis. Fucking 10. I loved everything about it. There's really, the only thing I don't like is Shelly Duvall. I thought she wasn't that good. <laughs> so. But she wasn't bad. You give it a 10, too? I do, yep. Wow. Wow. Let's see if this train keeps going. Coochie, what you got?
2: Call me Coochie one more fucking time. I will fucking take a cigarette and put it down in your goddamn chest at TFW.
3: Krista of San Antonio. What do you <laughs>
2: Andrew Faye at buttfuck Kansas? Um I, I, oh I give God. it a ten, you fucking country bumpkin fuck ass. <laughs>
3: uh, Lance, what do you give uh the shining out of ten? 10 out of 10. Mm-hmm.
4: Has to be. I give to it be. a 10. I give it 10 out of 10.
3: 10 out of 10. String. <laughs> pressure's on you, buddy. <laughs>
1: well, we Shit. talked about the possibilities of what happened last week. Mm-hmm. By God, it happened this week. Oh!
3: across the <laughs> board. That is an outsider's first, ladies and gentlemen. Tens across the board. No opposite ends. No 110. Another one, Deaths for Fire. (laughs) No. That's good. Yes. Not today. Not today. Not today. The Shining. You heard it. Outsider approved. You get five ratings this week. (laughs) Five tens. That equals 50. He gets a fifty. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, that makes me happy. I'm happy. I'm a happy little boy now. Where'd everybody go? <laughs> <sighs> Did you have a successful time there, Lance? At uh, Rock and Drug? It
4: Was good, man. Like I had a great time. I sold a bunch of art, and I met a bunch of a bunch of great great people. Uh, Bill Mosley was there. I met him funny story with Bill Mosley. You guys will probably get a kick out of this. So it was, he was charging $40 for his autographs. Right. I had $20 in my wallet and I had, you know, obviously $20 on my card and I handed it over to him and I handed him the 20 and I'm like, I got the other 20 in my pocket or I've got to run the card. And he's like, no, that's fine. Just keep it. But my thing is, is like what I have them sign is like the last thing my mom ever drew for me.
1: Oh, wow. So I
4: got, yeah, for my birthday. So I had it inside it. It is so friggin' awesome to see these people speechless when you hand them this. I got Ricky Rackman to sign it. That was awesome. Very metal. moment. <laughs>
5: like
2: Ball mm-hmm. He owns the cat, the cat house in LA
4: he used to do the headbangers ball back in the day. Like,
3: so did you like your, uh,
4: high school? And he was one of the one, one person that I know was like, Oh my God. He's just like, the he's so awesome. He's a great guy.
3: So did like your art come from your mom's side? Is that what kind of I'm picking up here a little bit? What's that? Like your artistic ability did it come from like your mom or. Uh,
4: Yeah, my artistic, you know, I think came from my mom and, you know, my salesmanship, I think, came from my dad and, you know, I didn't like like my whole thing, like when I first started drawing or painting was I wanted artwork for a YouTube video and I couldn't find anything that I was looking for, so I was like, I'll make it myself. And people were like, that's pretty good. And then people were like, I'll pay for that. And I'm like, well, so i'm gonna keep trying this <laughs> and i enjoy it and the main reason why was just to really fight my depression and that's why i'm doing art and that's why i'm you know doing shows and everything like that to see people who you know appreciate my work and it's like the biggest thank you and like like you know i do this i sell, you know i sell stuff but it's just to you know feed my passion really And, you know, I could charge $100 for a piece of art, you know, it may sit there for two or three showings, but, you know, eventually somebody will buy it. Or I could charge $5 for an amazing piece, you know, and nobody will buy it, but one person will, because it's just about speaking to people. Where can we find your uh, artwork, though? though. Yeah, say we can take this Um, time
3: here in the intermission of how can people, like, follow you and find your artwork and all that stuff?
4: i'm on instagram facebook youtube uh my youtube channel i try to do some artwork on there i do live paintings um you know i've got a local musician uh tony mars is his name who does my music uh, great guy and now i'm just nervous all right hold on a second it's okay <laughs> yeah but i'm on instagram facebook youtube um and i'm on evil lance incorporated and yeah it's my thing i love doing it my art my art is dark and i love the people to help.
3: right on so can Did people you buy your artwork
4: huh
3: can have uh, people buy your artwork online like can they order shit?
4: they if they send me a uh, instant message um you know, I'll I check it and I'll be able to do it like that. I'm working on a, it, getting, a, getting my own, uh, you, the, my own webpage. Oh God, I'm not nervous or nothing. Sorry, <laughs> <folks>. <laughs> but I'm working on uh, my webpage right now. Um, I've got another artist. I'd just like to promote real quick. Um, his name's Art by Jiggy. He's on Instagram. Um, he's an amazing artist. Um, again, you know, like I'm saying, art transfers people. He used to be a military vet. He's been to Afghanistan and transferred his art over to something beautiful, amazing. And, you know, buy his art. Bye, bye, buy his art. Bye, bye, bye. Sorry, it's all like <laughs> sketchy on the thing.
3: <laughs> well, that's cool. I mean, I know a lot of our listeners are huge into art and stuff like that. So they'll, they'll be happy to hear that.
4: Yeah you know we're we like space and space is our main thing and like he's yeah just just check us out man just leave a like that's just subscribe to my youtube channel that means a fucking lot to me building up those subs is where it's at right on because i want movies god damn it i want to make movies
5: nice
2: i found you on ig you're under evil Lance underscore ink, right? Yep. All right, there you are.
4: There you are, people. Can I just uh just thank you guys for this opportunity?
3: Oh yeah. You're welcome, man. <laughs> we we like, like to we like to help out the the con- we're the outsiders of horror for a reason. We like to bring in the outsiders too and try to help them out, you know.
2: Unless it's their friends, yeah, unless it's yeah. a guillotine girl and yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> like fuck me. <laughs>
3: All right, so now on to uh, some uh, Dr. Sleep. I don't want to go first. I'll go first because uh,
0: why the fuck not? (laughs) Uh, Did this movie want to put me to sleep? A very good question. Uh, (laughs) The film itself, I mean, it was was dark and depressing, and it was heavy, which I liked, uh, but there was way too much characterization of fucking Danny that just drags the entire film down. It's much longer than it needs to be. And it, like fucking it, it just dances around with too many subplots, characters and storylines. Um, they have like very few and far between good scenes, like the car scene with Abra and Crow Daddy. And then the final battle the final battle with like Rose, the hat and Abra. Like they weren't allowed to shine because of the fucking oversaturated death and dying and bullshit that like kind of followed Danny. I, uh, I walked into it with no expectations um. And it was not as good as I was hoping for. And I wish that they would have cut at least 45 fucking minutes out of that thing. It just it just fucking dragged. I hated the ending. I wish they spent more time at the Overlook. I fucking hated these shine-sucking vampires. Um, o- overall, I regret sitting in the theater that
3: long. And I did not enjoy it. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and that's Farmer's Take. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Back to you, Faye. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Krista from San Antonio. <laughs> <When> Dr. <did> you- Sleep. <laughs> uh,
2: I don't know. I'm 50-50 with this movie. I like some aspects on it. Others, I don't. I don't care for the fucking knockoff Steve uh, Stevie Nicks wannabe. I didn't not care for that. I'm like, come on now. Okay, I guess. Yes, you have this gift and you are crackheads about it and a group of other crackheads. Uh, so how you're basically what was she
3: though? She was so
2: fucking- oh, fuck that. She probably smelled like fucking hemp and fucking patchouli and shit like Ooh, that.
3: Yeah, you're talking about language baby. The
2: devil the devil's lettuce fay? Yeah, no. <laughs> um she I I I like her as an actress. I think she's really fucking good. But yeah I'm not so I'm not so hot about the group of fucking crackheads that want to kill kids and take their fucking shining away and and I thought that was kind of just dumb. I'm like, come on now, stick to, you know, stick to the hotel, stick to all this shit. you know, keep more of that. You know, I'm, I'm a big fan of Ewan McGregor. I love him. I've loved him since fucking train spotting. Um, I think he did a good job, but you know, when it comes to his American accent, it's kind of iffy. So that's my kind of take on it.
3: Okay. Well, I'll lead into the Instagram comment because this is a good time to do it. Uh, our buddy Michael Vegas at the horror den. Loves love Doctor Sleep. The shots they used to parallel those from The Shining were a perfect touch. Rose the Hat was fucking amazing. She can take my steam anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Which he brought up the whole like uh, parallel like the those shots that they did from The Shining. I absolutely loved that. Like I agree with him on that. They're the same shots. Uh, I know, and it was fucking great. Like especially like the, the at the end between Rose and uh, and Dan. Like walking up the stairs while he's got the axe, and they're doing the same exact shots. So I, I love that. I, I agree with him 100 percent on that. What do you think, Stringer? What do you think about the whole like uh, doing like the same shots and stuff like that?
1: Um. Well, the so the issue was is that you're taking a movie to where you gotta be faithful to the book and then faithful to Kubrick's film, which I mean, it is what it is. So I mean. Essentially, the hotel is not in the book. Uh-huh. So, that, that's what made it hard. But the with what the challenges that Flanagan had to do, I thought you pulled it off well. Um, I, I actually liked the movie. Um, was it better than The Shining? No. But, it, I mean, it's up there for me. Um, I think uh, Rose the Hat is was probably the best character in the story and i I agree she kind of played her character was kind of like second fiddle to the whole danny bullshit which i guess a lot of it they didn't even portray in the movie
3: so well again fuck the book (laughs) um well because like uh mike flanagan was Pretty much trying to make a, a follow up to Kubrick's Shining, and Stephen King even gave that approval. There's even an interview with them two sitting together, and Stephen King did, says that he did a a fine sequel to Kubrick's Shining, and gave his approval that way.
1: Yeah, but Kubrick os- or K- King also had to approve it. Yeah, and he did
2: because <laughs> like he King learned was- his first time.
1: Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> he learned his lesson the first yeah, time. Yeah, no, like King was involved the entire time of filmmaking.
3: Right, knowing well that he was more aiming for a sequel to Kubrick's Shining than he yeah. was to uh, actual, the actual Dr. Sleep book. Uh, uh, Lance, what do you think of Dr. Sleep?
4: Uh, um, well, I can I just start off with, you? do you think he's setting up for a sequel?
3: It's there, but I don't think they're going to make the money to do so. It's kind of bombing a little there. bit. Yeah, the, the movie is oh.
1: kind of unfortunately... This week's Terminator, to where...
3: They had so it much terminated. hype, and then kind of bombed. In the box. Yeah,
1: like, they had these high hopes, and then it just plummeted.
4: Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. I really thought the parts where it was, like, flashbacks was, like, part 2D. They made the actors way younger. And I couldn't understand. I don't know if you've seen the part uh, where they take uh, Jim Carrey's face, and they put it on that <laughs> <Zach> Nich- <laughs> uh scene whoa why can't they do that in like a Hollywood film? Because right. you know, I mean I'm in the CGI right. but you know back to the future he made up they made a full mask of uh what's his name? Wasn't even him.
1: Oh Crispin Glover's character. Yes. And then yes. he ended up suing them. Yeah. So no so, it wasn't <laughs> him. So yeah, no uh, I mean you know like, Flanagan had the option to de age them. He just didn't want
3: to. And he um, did the right choice, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. So I, I think Henry Thomas did very good as Jack Torrance.
3: I was impressed with that. And I was impressed uh, with uh, Wendy Torrance. Yeah. It was, it was, A much hotter Wendy Torrance this time. was, was Alexa? The millennial
2: know? Wendy Torrance. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs>
3: She sounded exactly like her.
2: Danny,
5: Danny, Danny, where'd you go? Danny, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. I think she was an improvement over <laughs> Shelley. She was. <laughs> she really was. I wish she could have been the one from the nineteen eighties. <laughs>
2: You just fucking hate Shirley Devall so bad. Yeah,
3: I do. Except for Olive Oil and Popeye and that movie sucked. Oh my
5: God.
3: <laughs> she was born to be Olive Oil, damn it. But no, yeah, I'm glad they didn't try the whole de-aging route like they've done in movies recently, like in Itch Ever 2 and all that shit. Because like, I don't think the technology is quite there when they try to do the whole like motion de-aging. You can, you can still clearly tell that they, like, touched some shit up, and they de-aged him, and you can tell there's a heavy CGI on the faces and all that shit. So I'm glad he well, did I the whole old-school route of, uh you know, just hiring actors that, you know, look and sound like them. And with it being yeah, Henry I mean, Thomas, being Jack Torrance, I thought that was fucking great. I didn't even realize that was Elliot from E.T. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
4: But it was, like, it was so bright in those scenes as well. I think it just took away from the moment.
3: Oh, so you'd rather they did the hell uh, de-aging thing instead of uh, doing uh, new actors?
4: I think what they did was good. What they did, they're they're bringing in fans who've never seen The Shining. And when people come to see this, they'll be like, hey, that's not that guy. That's Jack Nicholson, you know, and really keep him involved and really bring more fans on to the original, if anything. And Stephen King, you know, can come in and talk about, you know, I want to make it more family friendly, but, you know, he needs to stop putting his hands in his movies.
3: (laughs) He really does. (laughs) He really does.
2: Because Maximum Overdrive pretty much proved that.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Touche. (laughs) Touche. Maximum Overdrive is great. Too much ACDC, but... <laughs> now, you AC/DC shut the fuck up.
5: Shut
2: <laughs> up. I actually did like Maximum Overdrive and uh, fuck off about AC, ACDC, goddammit.
3: Hey, I like Maximum Overdrive, too. Other one soda machines go crazy, you know?
2: Yeah, um, you're that high on coke, you're directing fucking soda machines killing people.
3: <laughs> right. Which uh, what, uh, that's it's, we talked about uh, Henry Thomas. That's our, our third Instagram uh, question here from our buddy Neil. Cinematic experience. What did y'all think of quote, Elliot from E.T. being cast as Jack Torrance? I'll say the new Wendy Torrance was far more smash worthy than Shelly Duvall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, and like what we were saying, I, I I like I approve of the Jack Torrance that they did in this movie. Uh, and I definitely approve of the Wendy Torrance that they did in this movie. Who will be at Framer? Mm-hmm.
2: And Jesus <laughs> <this is> Christ. <crazy. laughs>
1: well, you got three of them at Framer.
3: Four of them. Yep. yep. Also- but like Henry Thomas had a lot of pressure because I mean he was being the big fucking character. And when he popped up on screen and I was like I leaned forward as like oh is he going to do a good job? And I think he did a good job. He had like the eyebrows right, where like he was raising them correct, like a you know a Jack Nicholson type of eyebrow raise. And I think he did. I think he did a good job. I, I like I said, I approve of the whole non-deaging and doing uh, actors that look like them.
2: Yeah, Henry Thomas is so stud, and also from San Antonio as well. <laughs>
3: Goddamn, San Antonio all up in this. Hey,
2: D, D's from fucking Kansas, so you rep her, man.
3: And that's why she's a sweetheart, because everybody from Kansas is sweet as can be. <laughs> mm. No rebuttal. No, uh, you fucking liar. There's nothing but shit coming from Kansas.
2: Only certain parts of fucking Kansas. But yeah, I love fucking D Wallace. You butthead. <laughs> butthead,
5: butthead
3: you, you big, big you giant
2: butthead. asshole. <laughs>
3: Good times to be had on the Outsiders of War podcast.
2: Oh
5: boy. Well,
3: I'll, I'll talk about Doctor Sleep then. All right. Um. Uh. Let's see. Um. I, I loved it. I loved the whole uh, Kubrick Shining nostalgia to it. Uh, they did a lot of the same shots. Uh, we revisited Overlook. Um. Like that that shit right there. Just alone. Was tightening my pants. <laughs> I fucking loved it. Um, I thought Ian McGregor was amazing in this movie. Whether you agree how they portrayed uh, Danny Torrance or not, like Ian McGregor is a great actor. Period.
1: Okay, uh, so fun. So there, there was other obviously other people that auditioned. So I'm so McGregor. McGregor aside. Who would you have picked instead of these people? So you had Dan Stevens.
3: Oh, so recast this? Is that what you're these, these
1: were all people that auditioned for it and were turned down. So you had Dan Stevens, Chris Evans, Matt Smith, and Jeremy Renner.
2: Uh, Chris May- Evans
1: auditioned? Maybe yeah. Renner. For
3: Danny Torrance?
1: For Danny Torrance.
3: Matt smith he was
1: trying to get uh, the whole superhero
3: like Matt Smith of Doctor Who auditioned yep. for hmm. Danny Torrance.
2: I could see that.
3: I could, but I don't think he's old enough for it. Like he doesn't look old enough for it. I, I, I think. I don't know. I'm happy with the route they did. Like even saying those names, uh, I'm glad they picked you in. I wish they would have picked Jeremy Renner.
1: Yeah, I think Renner would have been better.
3: Yeah, I can see that. Okay, I can get on board with that. I mean, I'm happy with the McGregor, but I can definitely see Jeremy Renner, for sure. And he's a good actor. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Touche. <laughs> you kind of picked a better Wendy Torrance, because she sounded just like Shelley Duvall, but was hotter. <laughs>
1: oh my God. Had all their hair.
3: Uh, the new uh, Grady Twins? I don't know. That was different.
2: At least it wasn't cgi to fuck.
3: Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Like, this could have been a movie that really they can have completely destroyed with the CGI de-aging. Because they would have had to de-age so many things. The whole Scatman Carruthers replacement, that, that was fine. He was close enough to where you didn't even... Sit. Like, it didn't bother me watching a different actor try to be Scatman. Because like he sounded like him, and and I was just entranced to what was going on, learning more about The Shine and all that stuff. So yeah, I feel like you could have
1: had a drinking game with how many times they said Doc in
3: it. You did say a <duck> lot. <laughs> they wanted to, they wanted you to make sure that you well, you that would have been
1: washed down like the first half hour.
3: <laughs> like uh, like when you say actually,
1: <laughs> actually yeah.
3: But I love this movie. I love the nostalgia. I love the explanation of the shine. I didn't mind the whole, like what Farmer said, vampire shine type, like family and stuff like that. They were all good actors. Rose the Hat was great. Uh, The dude, the the crow or whatever, what was his name? I can't. I'm trying to blank right now. Like just the Um, crow. Zane. Yeah. The guy from Bone Tomahawk. Yeah, the dude that's also gonna be a friend I thought he did a fantastic job. I love how they ended his story.
2: Crow Daddy.
3: Crow Daddy. There we go. What
2: there. about Snakebite Andy?
3: She looks familiar. Is she
2: from something? Um, let's see. What is she from?
1: No, yeah, I think I think this was her first major thing.
3: Her sister was- is on the Goldbergs.
2: She um, was on J. Edgar. She was on, like, the series. She just of, looked
3: familiar, but apparently she just yeah. had one of those faces, I guess.
2: She was on lots of series, like Revenge and fucking Rush Hour. and um. um
3: I think they did focus a little too much on her joining that group. Because then she did kind of became, like, a side actor. Like, they, they treated it like she was going to be something major and then kind of turned into, like, a side to Rose the Hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you that, but overall, I was not disappointed. I had high hope because I'm a huge Shining fan. I, I love the shit out of this, and uh, I'll go ahead and kick off the r- the ratings myself. I went uh, us got knocked out from my favorite 2019 horror movie. The new favorite horror movie of mine for 2019 is Doctor Sleep. Uh... Okay,
2: Jesus Christ!
3: Gave it a perfect ten. I got Miss Davis all day on this episode. Tens across the board. This episode, Miss Davis, fucking ten. No, nope. <laughs> loved it. Didn't nope. I? Did not get ever get bored with this movie. I enjoyed it. I love everything they did from the new stuff that they added to the nostalgia of the original Shining. Perfect balance. They didn't like overload it with the nostalgia. I mean, it, I, I I loved it. Ian Mcgregor was amazing. Wendy Torrance was amazing. Rose, <laughs> Rose the Hat was amazing. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I loved it. I, I can't wait to put it in my collection. And, yeah, perfect 10 for me. Farmer, are you there? What, what's your final rating on here for Dr. Sleep? Who went so far? Just you? Yep, just me.
0: I'll go. Um... <laughs> I give it a four, and that's being generous.
3: You changed your rating, huh? Because on social media you said six. Yeah, yeah, but now it gets a four. Oh, well, you suck.
0: Okay, huh?
1: going mm-hmm. to a four.
3: What about you, String?
0: I gave it a
4: nine.
3: Nine, Lance. What do you give, Doctor Sleep? Uh, give it a.
4: I give it a nine.
3: Nine. Solid night, all right, Krista from San Antonio. (laughs) You give it,
2: I give it a seven.
3: Well, there you have it. Farmer was the debut downer on this review, which is fine, it's expected. It's expected. (laughs) He has surprised me enough the last couple episodes to where I'll accept this. It's like Farmer's back on this review, you know. (laughs) There you have it. Uh. Let's see, uh, String, plug your uh, Dark Xmas. Oh, yeah. Um,
1: next Friday. Um, so finally, you can uh, just say
3: this Friday, because by the time... Oh, gone, yeah,
1: this, this <laughs> Friday. That's yeah, true. Um, Dark Xmas, uh, Menor, Ohio. Um, if you don't know by now, um, we'll have Mark Price, Kate Hodge, Lisa Wilcox, uh, and Robinson will be... With us and presenting a special screening of War of the Worlds.
3: I was saying we always have new listeners, so it's 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 okay.
1: So and then also Saturday night, I guess they're doing a karaoke as well.
3: So So if you're in that area, go check that shit out, Ohio River,
2: Ohio,
3: Ohio. (laughs)
1: You know you're in the right spot because people will be hitting each other with football helmets.
3: (laughs) Right. Uh, Attempting murder live on television. (laughs) Oh, Miles Garrett, you'll be lucky to only be suspended for the year. (laughs) Well, well, Rudolph said that he
1: will not press charges.
3: Oh, they even brought up charges possibly.
1: Yeah. Rudolph said that he will not press charges. Well, no, That's because right. he started the shit. But. He said, yeah,
3: he started the shit. But then again, he didn't ask for a windmill of a fucking helmet to into his fucking head. He's, well, you start shit, we're going to end shit. <laughs> the, the Cleveland way. The Cleveland way. <laughs> we'll just try to burn your ass. <laughs> uh, Lance, you got anything that you want to plug that you haven't plugged, buddy?
4: I'm doing a craft fair.
3: (laughs) Yeah, where's that at?
4: Rouses Point, Plattsburgh, Rouses Point, New York.
3: When's that taking place?
4: Like five minutes away from the border.
3: What's the date for it?
4: It is December first.
3: December first.
4: Sorry, this is my first plug.
3: (laughs) (laughs) All right, we need to help you
4: but uh yeah keep a uh, keep an eye on my instagram for my next pain uh, i'm probably gonna have a doctor sleep coming up very soon
3: nice hell yeah and then my plug is this friday on my youtube channel under fail day we're doing a friendsgiving hot sauce challenge myself farmer our friend anissa and good old lovely Christopher from San Antonio is going to be hosting the show. We're going to take on 10 stages of hot sauce. And it's going to be horrible because I know farmer claims that he can't handle hot sauce. I know I can't handle hot sauce. Yeah,
2: but y'all a bunch of fucking pussies.
3: Exactly. That's why it's going to be fun to watch. So come in and tune in. Like my mom is trying to get me not to do it because she's afraid I'm gonna end up in the hospital from eating hot sauce. <laughs> so, definitely worth a check out. Check out uh, Christy at the what is the Chicago Day of the Dead? Is that what it is, String? That is what it is. Chicago Day of the Dead that same weekend. This weekend, the twenty second through twenty fourth. You got anything to plug, Krista? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs>
2: I'm going to be joining that fucking Irish prick farmer at Wicked Weekend in Connecticut. I'm going to be freezing my ass off because this is my first convention, you know, supporting everybody. So, yeah, the 6th through the 9th, Connecticut, Spring Spring, Stafford Spring, I think. It's going to be so foreign to me.
3: Farmer, did she pretty much cover your plug there?
2: No, probably not.
3: And you can catch me every weekend, I know. Uh, December sixth, seventh, and eighth, Connecticut, <laughs> where you can see
0: Scott Taylor Compton, Tyler Bain, Kane Hodder, Linnea Quigley. I have a whole shit ton of people from the Blair Witch Project, which Joe requested because he's a fucking pussy. Woo! And else. <laughs> oh okay.
5: shit! Do
0: you that? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for
3: the panel, bud. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> There you have it. There's the plugs. There's the Outsiders of Horror podcast. Thank you very much, Lance, for joining us. You do great artwork, and I, I hope more people uh, follow you, ask for artwork, go attend to anything that you're doing. I mean, nothing but the best of awesome. luck for you, buddy.
4: Yeah. Have a great one, guys.
3: Peace. Yep. Later, buddy. Outsiders. Outsiders for life, motherfuckers. Yeah, oh, there yeah, we go, in the belt. <laughs> Here's Johnny
5: Oh, I'm not gonna hurt you I'm just gonna bash your fucking brains dead!